Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to our Bible study this wonderful evening. Hope and prayer everybody's doing good out there in internet land. Welcome, welcome, welcome again on this wonderful Tuesday night. Again, an awesome day that it is, and we pray that it's been awesome for you as well. And we always say, again, as you uh, make it through this Bible study, it, it'll be even better as we learn of God's Word. Again, it's something awesome about God's Word. It, it's good for the soul. It's good for the mind. It's good for the spirit. And no doubt it helps us grow as believers in God. And so we continue to study this word of God and we can be approved of God. Again, the workmen need not be ashamed. Ashamed what? When, when that day of judgment will come, when we have to stand before the Lord and give an account for our lives, our lives will line up with the word of God. And so when you learn and you know it, we, we continue to let God prune us and make us and shape us into the image that he wants us to be. Again, we'd like to welcome each one here to the house of the Lord. Those on YouTube side, those on the uh, Facebook side, hit the thumbs up, hit the share, all those good things. Share it on your page, share it with your friends. Again, hear the word of God tonight. I want to uh, be mindful again of our Thursday night service. Come on out. We went to 7.30 p.m. Looking forward to what God's going to do at, at the church, 334 Asher Street. there in Brooklyn, New York. 334 Asher Street, uh, Brooklyn, New York. And come on out. Be with us at 7.30 p.m. this Thursday night. We're looking forward to what God's going to do. And then if you can't make it Thursday, come this Sunday. This Sunday, 11 a.m. We'll be back over there again at Asher Street. And we're looking forward to what God's going to do there in the house of the Lord, all right? So come on, make plans throughout your week, the rest of the running your week to come come be with us in person, and we look forward to what God's going to do. All right, um, today, uh, I, I share with you many times this time of year, uh, through the years, I, I've shared with you uh, uh, about this holiday that we are really in today. Many, if, you, if you're from living somewhere else, it really sometimes don't always impact you like it does us here in New York City. We live in a place where really uh, it's a large concentration of Jews here that live in New York City, and uh, we get affected by their holidays. Their holiday school is out, and a lot of businesses are closed, and uh, various things. Uh, uh, traffic is a whole lot lighter on this day as well, so we're shouting for things like that. But it's the day in which the, uh, the children of Israel they celebrate what we call Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, and so we. I want to. I want to uh, focus on that. Uh, perhaps many, many especially of us here in New York may not understand what it's all about or what it is. It's New Year, uh, the, the Jewish New Year, Civil New Year, that we, they call it. Again, for them, so I thought it was January 1st, but for them, it's, it's this year. It's most like the Chinese have their own calendar. Uh, various nations have their own calendar. Uh, the Jewish calendar as well uh, is, is pointing towards it, a prophetic calendar. I share with you many times, again, it's important for us to get on God's calendar, get on God's calendar, meaning getting in tune with God. And really, uh, God has specific dates, God has specific things in which he has set up for the, uh, the children of Israel so they can do what? So they can follow and be, remember, remember, he He did a lot of things to remember. And it really, it has not changed even for us, even our 4th of July or uh, uh, resurrection or, or the, uh, you name a holiday, Memorial Day, Labor Day, we have these things about to remind us of something. Uh, uh, now we have what they call 9-11 uh, is a new holiday for us. Uh, and on and on and on, which we call holidays on Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. You think about all these different things that we have set aside. And so we really derive from God. How God will set aside times to remind them of various events, whether it was uh, uh, the Ten Commandments, receiving the Ten Commandments, or whether it was uh, well, we celebrate the resurrection or Passover and various things in which uh, throughout the word of God and holy days, that's what they call them. That's where holiday, holy day comes from. Uh, so the derivative of that word, holy day. And so uh, that's what is going on. So it's called Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah meaning the, the head, the head of the year, the head of the year. And so again, uh, as a Jewish new year that they celebrate now as we speak. And so I was thinking, I'll give it to you here. Uh, 
And the reason why I want to bring it up is because it's a lot of uh, parallels so and really, really a deep, deeper meaning than just uh, being off from work. But it's a, it's a deeper meaning, spiritual meaning of what God was trying to show them. And really it's a celebration and, and of creation itself. Uh, I believe, uh, again, that the world was created on this time, during this time of, of year. So we, we know our, our calendar is way off versus their uh, in the calendar they run by as far as the Holy Day uh, is. And so uh, they use it as the creation of the world. Believing when God said in the beginning, uh, believing that it was this time of year when it was spoken into existence and Adam and Eve were created uh, several days later. I mean, all of creation during this time frame was uh, created. So the beginning, uh, it's also considered days of awe. It's 10 days of awe, what we call awe, A-W-E. And really, uh, 10 days from now, they have what they call Yom Kippur as well. Yom Kippur, Y-O-M-K-I-P-P-U-R. And it means uh, it's the highest of holy days. Really, it's the Day of Atonement as well. Day of Atonement, that's a lot of meaning in there too because it's amazing how God's clock works. So many things will happen on certain days. Uh, God is a God of order. God is a God of, uh, of planning. And God is a, knows exactly what every day and a purpose for it all. And so he had these days of purpose. And so for the next 10 days, uh, you'll see, uh, especially us in New York City, uh, they will, uh, uh, reflection, time of reflection and a time of uh, self-examination we'll cover here in a minute, time of self-examination, a time of really repenting and, and, and making things right. Uh, we kind of derive from it. Uh, again, so much in the Christian slash Catholic world, they, they call Lent and all these different things. They would set aside some things. Knowing that it was, uh, knowing that it was not pleasing unto the Lord. So they were, again, a time of reflection, time of reflection. So over the next 10 days, uh, again, they really take some time out to really focus on the word of God. And, and really it's a celebration tonight, it's a celebration. Well, yesterday and today, celebrations in which they were just thankful to God, thankful for God for his grace and his mercy, <clears throat> thankful to God for all the many blessings for us to see another year. And so we should always be in the spirit of thanksgiving. And so what we can glean from that is this, we should be in the spirit of thanksgiving at all times, spirit of gratefulness, a spirit of, uh, um, again, back to what we said, self-examination. We'll cover this stuff in a minute. Uh, you can find it in the book of uh, 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 Leviticus, and you can also find it in the book of Numbers uh, specifically. We'll read it here in a second. But again, it's, it's a time in which uh, to uh, to again reflect. Let's, let's, let's go to it now. It's Leviticus 23. Leviticus 23. Go back and read what the book of Leviticus is about and go back to an overview. We have an overview that we did last year of the entire Bible, and you can find out what the book of Leviticus is all about, kind of a summarization Bible study there on our YouTube channel. But the Bible says, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying the seventh month, in the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath, a memorial, blowing of the trumpets, and a holy, holy convocation. So you're going to have a celebration, a blowing of the trumpets. That's going to be key in a minute. It's also called the Feast of Trumpets. There were many names for this time of year, the Feast of Trumpets. And you may have seen pictures or you may see videos of uh, Blowing the shofar, we'll call it the shofar, ram's horn, uh, or the trumpets. In another place, they use trumpets as well when Moses was instituted to make trumpets. Uh, so if they didn't have a ram shofar, they would blow trumpets. And these were announcements. These were uh, entrances and important times in which the whole nation needed to come together and hear this great announcement that was being portrayed. Various reasons we'll read here in a second. But it was a holy time. It was a time in which, uh, again, it was time to really reflect and a serious time. Of holy convocation. The Bible says in 25, he says, and you shall do no civil work therein. Just yesterday, I <clears throat> saw so, uh, a, a lot of uh, Jewish men, they were walking, walking to the temple, walking in groups, groups walking in the temple because they cannot drive, 
They cannot do certain things during this time of year. No civil, they wanted to just really focus in on God, focus in and really focus in on God and really can glean from that because we, sometimes you got to take some time out to focus on God. All of our civil duties and all of our civil things that we get caught up in in our world. Uh, we share with you before how the world, we get so busy in this world, get so tied up and the mind is constantly working on, your, your, your life is so busy where you can't even focus in on God. Can't even focus in on God. So that's why God kept Sabbath. That's why God had a, a day set aside for where we can stop and worship God. And actually, we worship uh, again. Uh, we set aside a Sunday morning uh, to worship God. And we got into that a little bit the other day. That's the day in which we celebrate the resurrection. That's why we worship on Sunday, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so that's the day in which Christ, we're going to come in a minute where he paid it all. And so we celebrate on Sundays because, again, a day of worship on Sundays because what? And you, and then you can worship any day of the week. You can worship seven days a week. But again, that's the time in which we meet together as an assembly together. So um, it's a time in which we set aside some time because the enemy will have us so busy. And so he told him, he says, Do, set aside all your civil work and begin to focus on me. He says, but ye shall offer an offering made <clears throat> unto, by fire unto the Lord. So he was required to make offer, an offering. And they maybe share with you in the Old Testament. They had to make animal sacrifices on and on and on. As a parallel to all this in a second. The Bible says, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I'm 27. And on the tenth day of the seventh month, meaning ten days from now, uh, he says, there shall be a day of atonement, and it shall be in holy convocation unto you. You shall afflict your souls and, and offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. 28, he says, and you shall do no work on that same day, for it is a day of atonement. It's a day of atonement. And the Bible says to make an atonement for you before the Lord your God. So as you see that, God had a day of atonement which is going to be the, uh, the Yom Kippur, where they begin to make a sacrifice for their sins. But all this time here was, again, a time of reflection, a time of praying and seeking God's face, getting into the word of God and, and various things. And really, we should all make that a practice. And it just doesn't have to be this time of year. It could be any time, every time. Just take out some time for devotion, daily devotion. We should do this daily, time in which we stop and pause and seek the Lord's face. And so... We learn from that. Let's go to Numbers 29. Numbers 29. The Bible says, again, it's another reference to it. <clears throat> the seventh month, on the first day of the month, ye shall uh, have an, a holy convocation. He says, and ye shall do no civil work. And in a day of blowing of trumpets unto you. So again, the blowing of the trumpets, the sounding of the trumpets, and all the people come together and begin to uh, celebrate. Uh, they, they have a great feast. Uh, again, uh, great great times together it's a joyous time a new year a new year a time of new beginnings new beginnings and so being the new year <clears throat> this time being considered new year it's a time they say you know what uh, last year's gone it's over it's behind us what can you do it really teaches us not to dwell on our past not to dwell on yesterday some folks dwell on yesterday they rehearse yesterday they still remember things of yesterday yes we learn from our mistakes we learn from yesterday but you can't stay there you gotta continue to move on so what we share with you the other day about being paralysis by analysis. Uh, and so they'll stare at yesterday. They'll look at what happened or what went wrong and this, that, and the other. You can't do that. You got to keep it moving. Keep it moving in your life. And so it's a new day, a new year to celebrate, a new beginning in life. And so uh is, again, the opening of the gates. A new gate is opened up. And really, that compares the closing of a day, of a gate. In 10 days, they will close the gate, meaning that they will close out all of their wrongdoings and sins that no doubt before the Lord. It's called the Feast of Trumpets, as we said. 
sounding on the shofar, back to what we said. Let's go to Numbers chapter 1. Uh, excuse me, chapter 10. Numbers 10. We're going to read 1 through 10. We may skip through some of it, but it's again, God even commanded Moses to create a trumpet. So it could be for purposes. Let me share about sounding the alarm. This is going to make sense to you in a little while. The Bible says, the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I'll make two trumpets of silver, and the whole piece of, uh, shalt thou make unto them. That uh, thou mayest use them for a calling of the assembly and the, for the journey of the cabin. So they would blow these trumpets all throughout the region. All the trumpet blowers and all the people from miles and miles around. They didn't have internet. They didn't have radios. They had to blow those trumpets. You got to be listening for the trumpet. Listening, amen. And so it teaches us also to have ear, uh, a ear in tune for, for hearing the voice of God, hearing the, the, the speaking of the Lord. And really the trumpets are, are key, <clears throat> again, for what's going to happen prophetically in the future as well. Great announcements, great warnings. The blowing of the trumpets is, is warnings as well. Number three, when it says, and when they I shall blow uh, with them, all the assembly shall assemble themselves to, to thee at the door of the tabernacle congregation. They were all gathered together. We invite you, we invite you, we encourage you to sound your trumpet. Invite somebody to the house of the Lord. Tell somebody, come, it's time. that we share with you uh, a time of uh, emergency, it's a time of importance. And really, we continue to be a witness and tell somebody, hey, we need to come. We need to get things in order. Let's, let's look at some more. The Bible says, sound on the trumpet. They blew the trumpet, number four. And they blew the trumpet with, with, but with one trumpet. And then the princes and the heads of the thousands of Israel shall gather themselves together, number five. And when they blow an alarm, <clears throat> then the camps that lie in the east parts shall go forward. Uh, I keep reading. The Bible says that when they say, when you blow an alarm a second time, then the camps that lie on the south shall take journey. I am blowing the alarm of the journey. Number seven, he says, and when the congregation is is to be gathered together, you shall blow, but you shall not sound the alarm. He says, and the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets, and they shall be uh, to you for an ordinance for uh, ever throughout the year, your generation. So this was a tradition. They would blow the trumpets because there was great announcements. There was important meetings. There were important times that they needed to come together as a people. And really, we need to learn from that because there are important times when we meet together. So the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. Forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. I might have to pull that a little bit later. But forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. We continue to send you a, a, a call you or a text you or whatever. I invite you and not come visit you. Why? Because the importance of, hey, assembling together is some important information that God gives you. Some important information that God wants you to hear and know and understand. And so... Uh, they have these assemblies. Why? Because it was important <clears throat> for them to draw together and hear what thus saith the Lord. Let's go. The Bible says in verse 9, uh, he says, if you go to war in your land against the enemy that oppress you, then you shall blow an, blow an alarm with the trumpet, and you shall be remembered before the Lord your God, and he shall be saved from your enemies. <clears throat> so even blowing the alarm, sounding the alarm, crying out to God, Blowing the trumpet, saying, "Hey, God, this is, our enemies are coming." And really, uh, we we can learn from that as well. Use a parallel about praying, sounding the alarm. Hey, God, I need you. God, I'm going through this in my life. Sounding the alarm. You come to the house of the Lord. We assemble together as a people and, and touch and agree together and say, "Hey, God, our enemy is really fighting. This is going on. That's going on." And we touch and agree. God, we in need. 
the children of Israel were in need. And so naturally it has not changed. The body of Christ, we come together and assemble God. We can pray together. You know that. We can pray for our needs. And perhaps we start, we need to do that more. Praying for needs in our church, praying for healing for people in the church, praying for uh, uh, laborers in the church, praying for blessings financially and spiritually in our church. Let's come together and pray for these things together. So they will come together and sound the alarm saying, God, hey, it's us down here. We need you. And so let's look at some more. The Bible says in verse 10, and the days of your gladness and in your solemn days and in the beginning of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over the burnt offerings and the sacrifices of your peace offerings that they may be to you a memorial before your God. I am the Lord your God. So they instructed to do these things. They were instructed to assemble together, cry out to God together. Again, talk to God together, touch and agree together. And they were instructed to do this. Uh, the day of the celebration, it's a day of life. It's a day of really the, the celebration of life as well. God is a God of life. He's a life giver. We find peace and life in God and through his son, Jesus Christ. So it's a time of reflecting and saying, hey, God created. In the beginning, God created. So they were celebrating the creation, the creator, and all of his creation, all the wonderful things in which God did. It's a new season, a new season. And so, again, over the next 10 days, they would reflect upon their souls. They would also reflect and knowing that he's a God of judgment as well. The God that we serve is a God of judgment as well. And so they were preparing their hearts, preparing their hearts, sounding the alarm. Hey, it's important that we prepare our hearts to make sure we're ready for judgment to come. A day of remembrance, a day in which they will reflect back on all the goodness of God as well. The goodness of God. And a day to make things right, a self-examination. During this time, over the next 10 days, it will make a self-examination. We share which is not just for 10 days. You should do it daily. <clears throat> we should analyze our hearts and souls every day. God, help me to grow and be more, more like you. The Bible tells us how in Psalms 26, 2. Psalms 26, 2. The Bible tells us, he says, examine me, Lord. Examine me. Oh, my Lord. He says, prove me. Try my reins in my heart. God, examine me. <clears throat> if there's anything that's not like you, let me cleanse and make me whole. Make me right before thee, O God. Cleanse and make me whole. Let a man examine himself. Again, the Bible tells us a time to reflect and repent and seek forgiveness. All this time and again, this new year. Why? Because they wanted to enter into the new year right. And sometimes we have night, uh, what do we call it? Uh, the midnight service at our church on January 1st. January 1st. Wow, again, a lot of times we have watch nights. What's called watch night? We come and we get what? Why? Because we're going out with the old, in with the new. We want to get the new year started off right. So we have a late night service, January, um, December 31st. Again, why? Because we're closing out the old year. And really, that's what this was all about. They were closing out the old year. They wanted to be cleansing and thanking God again for New Year's, a celebration, but also a time of reflection. You know what? Let me just check myself. Let me get my heart and my soul in order. Let me repent of my sin. We should always have a mindset. Be tender towards God daily. We shouldn't have to wait 12 months. <laughs> in our case, 12 months. Don't wait 12 months, amen, to get things right every beginning of you. We may, something, something, we may die before the new year. You got to stay prayed up. Prayed up, pray through. Fight through it. Have victory through it all. You don't have to bow down to the enemy so. And you, when you have the Holy Spirit, God will help you throughout your year. Amen. All these different things. Let's go to Sol uh, Solemn Feast. The Bible says in, in 81, <clears throat> a time of Solemn, a time of quietness as well during this time frame where they would reflect upon God. Really just get quiet with God sometimes. You got to, Bible says, what Jesus said, get into your closet and really just get quiet and begin to talk to God. 
to reflect on my soul. God, how can I become a better man, better husband, better father, better preacher? What on and you do the same? How can I become a better member? How can I assist pastor better? How can I be a better giver, a better giver of my time for the kingdom of God? How can I help the church? We begin to analyze ourselves. God, can I make things right? A better worker on my job. God, again, a better neighbor, a better soul winner. We continue to reflect and begin to analyze ourselves. So we can get better in Christ. We want to be pleasing the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 81. The Bible says, sing aloud. And so there was a time of celebration as well, a time of reflection. The Bible says, sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take the Psalms and bring a psalm and bring uh, hither the timbrel and pleasant harp with the uh, psaltery. Number three, blow up the trumpet in the new moon, he says, in the time appointed on your solemn feet, solemn feast day. Number four, he says, for uh, this is a statue for Israel and a law of the God of Jacob. So it's time of celebration. And really, <laughs> you think about services and various things, it's really all that mix in the world. We sing songs, we sing praise and worship. We glorify God. And not only that, but we also begin to reflect during that same worship service, reflect upon our souls, reflect upon us. And we have a time of prayer as well, a time of prayer to take it before the Lord in prayer, take it before God in prayer, and really just, uh, again, get things right. So, again, it's not <clears throat> it's not some holy day, but all the time, every service really should be a time of improvement, a time of drawing near to God. Um. Notice we, we're giving you tonight, again, uh, again it's, a, it's a time in which, uh, a time of to reflect and realize what's going on. And naturally they had these old, uh, during this time, they, again, we, they said we, they would do uh, uh, lambs and, and animal sacrifices. But I shared with you before, maybe perhaps first time viewers, the things of the Old Testament, the Bible says, are were foreshadows of things to come. You go back and look at all the things in which the, uh, the God required in the Old Testament were really just going to point to Christ. It will point to what Jesus would eventually do. Jesus, again, that innocent lamb that they were slain in the New Testament, Jesus is that lamb that was slain. So no longer do we need bulls and cattle and turtle doves and all these different things they had to do in the Old Testament because the price has been paid. He was crucified on the cross. Uh, the Passover, think about the Passover. The Passover, <clears throat> he said they was to put blood on their doorposts from an animal blood. And when he says when death passed over them, the death angel will come through the village, the town of it, uh, where they were living in Egypt. Uh, uh, the Bible says he would pass over them. Uh, while, again, and so you apply that to the New Testament. When the blood of Jesus Christ is applied to your life, when death comes your way, when we all die, we will enter into newness of life. We will enter into eternal life. And really just uh, the unleavened bread they had to do. They had to have bread that was unleavened. Unleavened meaning, again, it was flat bread and there was no yeast in it. The Bible says leaven was yeast. And so uh, <clears throat> yeast would cause the bread to rise and they, didn't, they were supposed to eat anything unleavened. And so the Bible says a little leaven leaven the whole lump. So they was told to eat unleavened bread. And so Jesus being the bread of life, he told them, he said, I am your bread of life. When bread came down from, from heaven in the, uh, the, <clears throat> in the wilderness, the Bible says that Jesus pointed, he said, I, I am, I was that bread of life. I was your everything. When they needed a, a, 
when they were snake bitten, the snakes and scorpions came and bit the children of Israel because they had sinned. The Bible says that Moses lifted up the serpent, uh, uh, the rod up in, uh, up to heaven. And, and as he did that, whoever looked upon the rod would be healed from the venomous bite. And so when Jesus died on the cross, then what he says, he says, when I be lifted up, I will, uh, when they look to me and they see me, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, when Jesus said, go back and read, uh, uh, I believe it's the Gospel of John chapter 3, uh, he says, when I be lifted up, he says here, I will draw all men unto me. <clears throat> and how that as Moses lifted up the serpent, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And so the Old Testament things that were going on was really, really, really parallel to what was to come. Let's go to Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. The Bible says, and ye therefore receive Christ. And so uh, these things that we share with you, the Rosh Hashanah, again, you can celebrate it. You can celebrate it. You can just use it as a re reflection. But again, we already know Jesus has paid the price. Jesus has paid the price. And, and so uh, we find here, he says, therefore, when you receive Christ, walk in him. Walk in him. He is our Sabbath rest. Back to the Sabbath. He is our Sabbath rest now. He's the Lord of the Sabbath. He's the Lord of the Sabbath. Now every day should be holy. You should live every day holy. Amen. You should live every day unto the Lord. Every day is a day of worship. Every day is a set aside for the king. And so number 70 says, rooted and built up in him, establishing the faith as ye have been taught about him therein with thanksgiving. So thanksgiving is always a day of thanksgiving. The Bible says in verse 8, beware these any man spoil you through philosophies and vain deceit and traditions of men after the rumors of the world and not after Christ. So he said, beware. And this is a letter written to the New Testament believer. To the believers now, they, now all their life they had celebrated all of these holy days. They celebrated all these rituals and things of the laws of Moses. And so he says, now beware of these things. <clears throat> he said, beware of these things, uh, again, in all these traditions of men because uh, many could put a stamp on it and say, hey, if you don't do this, you're not, you're not a Christian. If you don't do that, you're not a Christian. If you don't celebrate this, you're not a Christian. If you don't, uh, this is the Sabbath, or you don't do this, that, and the other, again, you're not a Christian. But that's what he says. He says, beware. <clears throat> this is what it says in verse 9. For in him dwelleth the fullness of God, Godhead bodily. So let's read again. For in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He fulfilled it all. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. He's the fulfillment of everything wrapped up in Christ Jesus. The Bible goes on and says, number 10, he says, ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and powers. He, take, he took rulership and ownership of you and I, and he's the head of it all, the Bible says. In him, <clears throat> excuse me, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. <clears throat> so that's another one of those things that they were required to do. In the Old Testament, they were required to be circumcised. It was a sign of purity. It was a sign of cutting away access to the foreskin of males. And if they weren't uh, circumcised, they were considered unholy. It was a way of being separated. But now, Jesus Christ circumcises the heart circumcises the heart. Amen. Why? The sin has been cut away. Sin has now been cut away. The children of Israel did it because they wanted to be separated from other men, other nations. But now we cleanse. You want to be separated, clean and holy, separated from sin. You're now a new creature. You're now a holy and peculiar people because you've been cleansed from your sin. 
You're not staying in sin. That's the real parallel that he was trying to show them. Not circumcising of the flesh of males, but it was a circumcision of the heart for men and women. Amen. The circumcision of the heart. And so he says, we have been circumcised of Christ. Number 12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. And so baptism is another outward show of what happens inwardly. So we say about symbolism, these holidays are symbolism of what's really going on. And so <clears throat> water baptism, the same thing. You, you hear, you go down, you die. You die to yourself. You die all your sins of being thrown into the water and blood over blood. Again, it's considered like blood. And you get back up a new man, washed, cleansed, made whole, a new creature. And so it's outward show of the inward work. And so the baptism as well. He said, we've been baptized with him. Number 13, he says, and ye being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, he hath quickened together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses. Now Christ has done it. It's not the bulls. It's not the, the goats. It's not the rams or the sheep sacrifice. He is the Lamb of God. We've been cleansed by his blood. We don't have to go to the temple once a year as they used to have to and get a lamb sacrificed for their sins because he is the Lamb of God. That's what it says here in verses 14. He blotted out the handwritten ordinances that were against us, which were contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. The Old Testament laws of Moses, Jesus took it out of the way. He said that they couldn't keep those laws. You go back and read the book of Leviticus. You go back and read the numbers. You go back and read Deuteronomy. There is no way we can keep all that stuff. There was no way it was hard for man to do it. But now it's on the inside. Thou shalt not kill is when Christ, when you say the born again, he washes that killing spirit out of you. Thou shalt not steal is, it comes automatic because you're saved. You don't want to steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. You don't, you don't want to lie because Christ now cut that out of your heart. You've been cleansed. You've been made home. Adultery, fornication, ungodliness, it's all been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. All the laws that they had to do. Loving your neighbor as yourself because why you're a Christian. You're a Christian. You don't have to be told to do it. It, it comes automatic. Certain things just come automatic. <clears throat> we learn things through preaching and teaching and you're reading your Bible. But you know what? Some things become automatic. You can tell a Christian right away by some of the conduct that they do. The words they speak here. Amen. The tongue has been cleansed. The tongue has been circumcised. How's that? The mind has been circumcised. It's been cleansed and made whole through the blood. The renewing of your mind. You're a new creature in Christ. And so the Bible says he nailed it to the cross. It's been done on the cross. He said, it is finished. Remember, we shared with you before uh, in the temple there, the temple where the priest had to go behind the curtain to, to take that lamb and all the blood that was shed. And there on those days, they had to go meet at the temple. He would take the blood to the back of the, back of the curtain and pray to God and absolutely uh, uh, make an atonement for the people. Pray to God will have mercy on the people. The Bible says when Jesus died, that, that curtain that the, the priest would go behind was opened up. And now everybody had access to our Heavenly Father. Everybody has access. No longer do we have to depend on the priest. Amen. You don't have to come to the confession booth uh, to me. Amen. So I'm Catholic, you don't have to go to a Catholic priest. Make your confession to him. You can make your confession to God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell him all about it. That's what we're here to counsel. We're here to help you. But you know what? You can take it to Jesus, my friend. And he will 
No doubt that he has already paid the price for us. Let's move on. So he nailed us to the cross. Number 15 says, having spoiled principalities and powers, he may show them openly triumphing over him. So <clears throat> the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ trumps everything. It trumps everything. The cross, Calvary, the resurrection, Jesus Christ, he trumped it all. That's my son in law, well, please. Follow his example. They couldn't really follow Moses. Moses had faults and failures. David had faults and failures. All the holy priests, all the prophets, I uh, really had their flaws. You know, that's why we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. That's why we say, hey, again, we, we endeavor to live a life of Christ in front of you. We endeavor to live a life. But you know what? At the same time, you must continue to stay focused on Christ because people will let you down. Men will let you down. Some great men of God, some great women of God will let you down. At the end of the day, now we trust people. We believe in people. We we have faith in people. You got to do that. You got to trust people. If not, you'll be a lonely person out there. You will be a lonely person out there if you can't trust people. Amen. And so we must trust in him by faith. Share with you about uh, giving offerings of every state. People, the news and, and all of the so much corruption in our world where people have a problem in giving and tithing. Why? Because they can't trust people. But you know what? You give it anyway. It's up to you people that receive that money. Naturally, you trust us as you give your time off. We encourage you to pay your time off. Until Lord, why? Because it's still biblical to do those things. Still biblical to do those things. And so, you know what? Because it's to, it's to keep the work of the Lord going. It's to keep uh, the storehouse full. It's to take care of the men of God and the, uh, the, the workers of God. It's there to, to do, again, to keep the church running. And so these things are biblical. God has not changed those things. Go back and read it. It's the New Testament about tithing and offerings. So we look at this. But again, the word is, it has corrupted it so much. And so that's why it's so important to keep your eyes on Jesus at the end of the day. He's the head of all principality. He's the main one that we need to follow, the shepherd. Amen. Let's continue to move on. He says, number four, 16, let no man therefore judge you in meat and drink and respect of holy days. And so do we celebrate Rosh Hashanah? No, not really. I mean, you can. You can take out some time and really study up on it and find out all about it. But again, these things they were required to do, they're not required to do. Uh, we went to, uh, there, there, there's things in which, you know, even churches even do it now. No, no, absolutely not. It's a time of celebration, we said before. It's a time in which God created everything. So, praise the Lord. Today's a day of creation. We celebrate life. And so, the actually, <clears throat> holy days and holidays, he says, you know, uh, uh, it's not something that is, is mandated by God. Let's read it again. So he says, new moons and Sabbath days are not mandated by God any longer. He said, let, let no man judge on these things, meats <coughs> and, 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 and drinks in respect of holidays and new moons. Number 17 says, which is a shadow of things to come. It is a shadow of things to come. These were just things to point us to Christ. Things to point us. The day of atonement in 10 days from now was pointing us to Jesus, the Lamb of God. Let's take away the sins of the world. I'm going to close with this. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 4, 11. We're talking about the, it's also considered the days of trumpets. The trumpets. They blew the trumpets on this day. Blowing the chauffeur on this day. And you go back and read about the trumpets of God. The trumpets of God. The which trumpets again make announcements. And Jesus told us this. And also in Thessalonians, it tells us this as well. About the sounding of the trumpets. The sounding of the trumpets. Um, lost my place here. Let me get back to it. As we close this. All right. Um, verse 11. He says, he says, and let you study to be quiet and do the work on your own business, to work with your own hands 
as we commanded you. Number 12, he says that she may walk honestly towards them that are without, that you uh, may lack nothing. He was just talking about just godly living, living for Christ, living for the Lord our God, living a Christian life, a life of a believer. Number 13, he says, I would not have you ignorant, brother, concerning them which are asleep. He says that you sorrow not as others that have no hope. He's referring to death as well. You're celebrating life, but it's also time. Many were afraid to die. They were afraid to die because of the hereafter. I have to give account for my life, my living a life that I need to live for Christ. So again, examine yourself, repent, get things right. And so this is what it was all about. The Bible says in verse 16, For if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, even so, also which are asleep in Jesus, God will bring with them. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, uh, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Well, 16, we'll get you to it. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of our archangels, with the trump of God. There it is again. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and then which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet uh, them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. He says, so shall we ever be with uh, the Lord. Number 18 is our last verse. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And so I brought it up because of the trumpet, the sound of the trumpet. The sound of the trumpet is the great announcement that the Lord will return. Amen. A great time. And so we must examine ourselves to be ready. To be ready. And this was a time of year. Rosh Hashanah was a time of, of the sounding of the trumpets. A new beginning. A new day. And this is what that, that scripture says. A new beginning. But the Lord will come to set up his kingdom. On and on and on. It's an exciting time. When that trump sounds, man, it's going to be awesome. But those who, who are left left behind and those who are lost will have to face that judgment because they failed to repent and ask for forgiveness of their sins. And so really it's the time for, again, we should always, again, warn people and say, hey, come, come, come. Get things right with God. Repent. Come to Christ. Again, because the day of the Lord is at hand. The day of the Lord is at hand. God has newness of life for all of us. New beginnings, better days ahead. And as you walk with God, you can experience new things, great things in God through salvation and through the Son of Almighty God. And so, again, this what was the Rosh Hashanah about? <clears throat> it was a new beginning, a new beginning. And read the Bible says, them that in Christ are new creatures. Old things are passed away, behold, all things become new. So a new beginning, a new start, fresh start, cleansed, made whole. Amen. To get out, give, live your life pleasing unto the Lord. Amen. Live your life, serve God, live for Christ. For our soon coming king, because one day as we read to you just now, that trump will sound. Will we be ready? We'll be ready. No doubt for his return. God bless you. I pray we'll see you soon.